0: germs welcome to another solo episode of your 30 with marty and the arrogant uh well it's just the arrogant observer it's a solo episode it's just me how y'all doing folks um uh you'll probably get this oh what did i'm doing this after midnight so it's a friday you'll probably get this in um August. So happy August to everybody. Yay. Um lord knows that July for the most part fucking sucked. <laughs> I don't know about you, um but I know for me July was absolutely horrible and I'm going to tell you why in this in this uh in this solo episode. Um <clears throat> um so I, I I well let's let's just go ahead on and get into it that's quickest intro I can ever do let's just go ahead on and get into it you make me Trying to say. He told me that he wanna go home With me up on the hill to my condo So we you, would keep it all on the low low But I told him, boo, I don't really know, not So, we're here at Your30 with um, Marty and the Arrogant Observer. We strive to be transparent, so to speak. I mean, we've been doing the show for basically about six years now, and we have told you everything there is to tell um we've told you about our personal lives we told you about you you've you've been with us for a while and i think um we we strive for transparency so that being said i will be very transparent on (laughs) um why july fucking sucked for me um the last episode that me and Marty recorded was on the 10th. And um fun thing about that if you listen really carefully towards the end, you can hear me coughing on that, which is really interesting because that's that's my marker. That episode that I recorded is a marker. Because three days later, I tested positive for COVID 19, aka novel coronavirus, aka the Rona. Um, and I have been going through a whirlwind of bullshit, <laughs> bullshit, and everything else during this period of time. Um, First off, that hmm I will start by saying what I have been saying since this has begun. Wear your fucking mask, wear it, wear it, I don't care. If you are around other people, please, for the love of everything good and holy, wear your mask. And I will tell you why. Um, this started on the 10th when we recorded our last episode, the, the previous episode that had both of us in it. Uh, shout out to Marty and the, his solo episode, which wasn't necessarily a solo episode because he was interviewing. And he was interviewing and that was actually really funny. It was, he did the whole challenge. It was awesome. So check out that episode too. Um, but shortly after that, um, we recorded that on Friday by Sunday. I got a call from my mom basically saying that my grandmother, who she is the epitome of what people would call a tough old bird, we found out my grandmother had tested positive for COVID. <laughs> so naturally, because we all were, were in contact with her, we had to go and get tested. So Friday, I started coughing. Saturday, I was still coughing. And I felt all right. It just felt like something was caught in my throat. And I found out what was caught in my throat. Coronavirus. (laughs) So, um, that Sunday when my mom called me, she was like, uh, yeah, you need to stay in the house (laughs) until we get tested and we got tested the next day. Um, so I was like, oh, you." (laughs) the thing of it was, oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I might have coronavirus. Ain't this some shit? All of this shit that's going on. on oh, It get hit black people bad. And you don't know what could happen. So I felt weird. I felt weird. I felt groggy. I felt sick all that Sunday. And I was like, oh, shit, I probably have this. I probably really have this. It's like, maybe I got the flu, maybe I got something else, but now that you, I'm putting one plus one I'm putting one and one together, and I'm like, oh shit, I probably have this. So that Monday, we were in the testing site, which was at a school, Um, I think it was Carver, I think it was Carver, but we were in a line, it took us about an hour and a half to get tested, they went up, probed your damn brain, <laughs> and they were like, go home and stay home until you get the results. So I got the results that Wednesday. There's 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 a method to this the, this madness because you necess- you have to necessarily count the days from from and from the day that you get tested. So I but I started showing symptoms on the 10th. So by the 24th, I was kind of free of it, but they go by like, um, from the date you got tested. So I got tested on the 13th and I'm coming to the 27th was the end of my quarantine. So there's, there's a lot behind this. I'm telling you, and I'm trying to be as detailed as possible with you guys, because I would rather tongue kiss Donald Trump than ever, ever experience this shit again to those of y'all who are conspiracy theorists who are thinking, oh, this is a hoax. This is all of this, because like today, Herman Cain, who was talking about, oh, this was a hoax, passed away from it. This ain't no hoax. This is the real fucking deal. And it is scary. (laughs) It is very scary. Because, um, by the 13th, I found out that I had to, and I was like, I can't go back to work. I can't do nothing. I got to basically stay in this house. Um, and when, when I found out, I was like, oh shit, my anxiety was on 10, <laughs> I was like, somebody's gonna have to talk me down because people are. Did you 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 hear so much in the media of people like throwing bodies in like refrigerator trucks outside of hospitals because people are dying left and right, and you find out this thing that is killing people left and right, especially black people. You've got it, and. You're black. So your mindset is, Oh shit. I'm going to be that next body. Um, so I freaked out when they were like, Yeah, you, you've tested positive for COVID-19. Um, I had to have my parents talk me down. Um, cause I had a straight up panic attack afterwards. Um, me and my therapist have been. Tight in the last few days. Um, he spoke to me. He, he, a lot of people had to talk me down, and half of the, I think, battle was, um, just the anxiety of it all. Because if y'all have listened to the show, y'all know more than you know more than anything, I'm a big news head. So I watch CNN. I watch the news. I'm on HuffPost whenever time, you you know, when I'm a news junkie and that comes from me wanting to be a journalist at one point in time, that is a solo episode for another day. But I, (laughs) so I'm seeing all of this and I'm like, all of it, my mindset is, oh, you need to write out something for somebody now because you can call it a night. <laughs> you can cash them chips in now, nigga, because you done. <laughs> so my anxiety jumped up. um, And that is not good, especially when you have an upper respiratory disorder. <laughs> that is not good at all because I couldn't tell for the first few days whether i was having a panic a panic attack or i was having shortness of breath because if you have shortness of breath that's an emergency and you need to go to the hospital now the one thing i credit is my family basically <laughs> the term that they use and i don't like it is talking me off the ledge cuz i was not uh, i wasn't on any sort of ledge but as days went on, I figured, okay, this is just going to be mild. Um, couple of coughs, I'll feel shitty. And after like 14 days, I'll be okay. I was not. <laughs> I kept on. It got worse and worse. I stopped eating. I refused to eat. I just did not feel like eating. I was just drinking water nonstop. Just drinking, drinking water. Um, On that Saturday, I felt as though the cast of The View, The Talk, and The Real was sitting on my chest. (laughs) It was a struggle an actual struggle i had to it was a thing of i had to like in order to it was an effort to breathe i had to like turn things off i had to just sit in one place and try and breathe and i was staying over by my parents and they came in to check on me and they were like what's going on i can't breathe <laughs> he's like oh hell call nine one one. They called 911 and an ambulance came. And the one thing I learned about this is about oxygen saturation. So when you go to the hospital and they put the little thing on your finger, they're trying to monitor how much oxygen is in your blood. So it's called a pulse ox or a pulse oximeter. Um, The... the pulse saturation usually for a regular human being is like 97 98%. When the ambulance came for me, I was at 87. Um 87 is dangerously low and if you get under 70, you I've heard nurses say you don't come back from that. That that's you you cash in your chips. You you can call it a night. <laughs> Um so I was at 87. Um so they were like uh-uh we got to get him there there's a little bit more than that. There there's a lot going on. Um so they took me to the hospital and they put me on uh they put me on oxygen and I didn't get off of the oxygen for 4 days. I was in the hospital for 4 yeah. I was in the hospital from Saturday to Tuesday night. Now, the wild thing about this is when I was there, my television in the hospital room didn't work. So, I commandeered the the um computer in the room and was watching and I did nothing but watch YouTube for 3 days. Um the first night I was in there was bad. <laughs> it was a thing of I'm in this room in the COVID ward because I was in the COVID-19 ward and the nurses are like dressed from head to toe in like PPE. They have face shields. They have masks on they, and they're basically not allowed to come in and out of your room frequently to keep it from spreading. Um, there was no window, the, they closed, the window was closed. So, and they basically told me I could, I couldn't get out of the bed. And I was like, what if I got a pee? They gave me, they gave me a bucket. <laughs> they gave me a bottle that it was, it was supposed to be a bottle. And they were like, Oh, we'll dump it out. Like, no, no, you don't use this bottle. Like but I don't want to use the bottle. I can use the bathroom. It's not like I'm like dying, but I can, no, no, you got to stay in there and you got to use the bottle. (laughs) They closed me up in here and they were like, okay, now you can go to (sighs) sleep. That did not work, bro. Oh my God. It did not work (laughs) because it's four walls. Your television doesn't work. It's completely silent in the room. I had a panic attack inside the room. And I'm like, this, this is not good. The next day when I woke up begrudgingly, because at about three o'clock every morning, somebody comes in and basically takes your blood. (laughs) So I'm like, surprise. We're going to see. I told one of, I told one of them nurses, leave some room for Dracula. Damn. (laughs) Um, so the next day, that's when I commandeered the computer and I was watching everything. YouTube was my best friend. And the thing of it is, I didn't have my phone either. So I couldn't play on my phone. I couldn't do any of that. I'm just, it's just me and, and, and this computer that I've commandeered, you know? So three days went past. Um, and after the three days, thankfully I was able to get off of the oxygen, but that was a very scary three days. Um, and when I say it's a scary three days, it was less scary for me because the symptoms began to subside. I was still having a little bit of a little bit of trouble breathing, but I wasn't coughing really heavy and, but I will tell you when it came to breathing, the best way I can describe it is my lungs had a smaller room to breathe. And outside of the room that was allocated for my lungs to breathe, outside of that, outside of that like space were 17,000 sharp ass knives. So if I tried to breathe deep and expand my lungs past that space, it would jab into those knives and it would be an incredibly painful experience. So I was like it, the, the days were just me and really shallow breaths. Cause if I breathed in deep, it would really hurt. Um fun gumbo monsters makeup nigga thing. Um uh, one night I had to really go to the bathroom and they taught me, okay, you can pull this off and you pull that off and you can take off the oxygen, you just go to the bathroom and come back and hook everything up to you. So I woke up like out of a sound sleep and was like, I gotta pee. I really gotta pee. So I took everything off and didn't notice that I pulled out my IV so i'm sitting in there peeing and i'm like my hand is wet it's like damn did i pee on my hand i know tmi guys um it's like damn did i pee on my hand i looked down and there's a puddle of blood next to me i had pulled out my IV and not noticed it until i started bleeding all over the floor and It wasn't a thing of, oh, my God, I'm bleeding because, I mean, I'm Gumbo Monster's makeup, nigga. I can, the the sight of blood does not really bother me, whether fake or real. The the sight of blood never really bothered me. So (laughs) I called the nurse and was like, "Uh, yeah, I made a mess in here and pulled out my IV. And they walk in and they see this. (laughs) They see this damn crime scene and I'm like, yeah, I put something on my hand. I know y'all are going to have to do it all over again, but uh, yeah, so I, I, I messed up. I'm sorry. It didn't hurt. That's the thing. It wasn't painful. I just didn't notice it until there was blood all over the floor. Um, <laughs> I've had an interesting I've had an interesting month of July, guys. I have had an interesting month of July. Um so after that I left the <laughs> I left I I left the hospital came back home and from that was the 20 that was the 21st and I will tell you the I will tell you today was the first day that I left my house <laughs> to and today is the 30th. I've been in my house for and if you if you count um if if you count the hospital trip cuz I was in isolation in the hospital. Um I have been not out and not interacting with the public since the 13th. So that's roughly about two weeks that I have been in isolation. Um, I am not the kind of person to do that. <laughs> I am not. Um, it is, it has been rough, but I will tell you what got me through. Um, there's a YouTuber called The Silent Traveler. So what he basically, what he or she, I'm not sure, um, basically does is he doesn't say anything in his travel videos. He'll just walk around and there'll be like captions on the bottom and shit. And... It'll be like you're traveling with them. So I've been living vicariously. I've been to I have, quote unquote, been to like London and Paris and Amsterdam. It sounds sad, don't it? (laughs) But hey, when you're in quarantine, you got to do what you got to do. And I've literally been in quarantine for half a month. It is. It was not fun. Now. Now, if you ask me how I am now, I'm really good. I'm breathing better. Um, I'm out of the period of time where I'm contagious. So I'm able to go out now. So. I tell you, a trip to Target was like the biggest joy of my life <laughs> because I'm literally inside here and. The closest I've been to somebody is FaceTime and I'm not, I'm not registering all of that. And I'm not usually a person who is, I live a solitary life, so I'm not really hanging out, but there's only so much that a person can take. And I'd like to thank everybody who has been checking up on me and looking for me and hang and basically especially especially Marty. Marty's been checking up on me like every other day, y'all. It <laughs> was like it was like I can't hold your hands. Like I I I would not want you to hold my hand. You're going to get the rona. Maybe that'll be the title of the show. Wrestling with the rona. <laughs> but just to end this wild ass story, this is not something that you want in any way, shape, form or fashion. And I want to I want to overemphasize that this was a mild case of Corona virus. I saw this x-ray that they did of my chest and my lungs. One part of my, I think, right lung was shaded. <laughs> A whole like quadrant of my right lung, half of my right lung was completely shaded. I could see all the rest of my I was like this lung is fine. This lung is not. <laughs> And it felt like somebody was hugging me. Somebody was grabbing my lungs and squeezing them from the inside. This is not something that you want. (laughs) This is not something that you need. This. I had a mild version of COVID. My symptoms were mild and I felt like unadulterated hell. There were many times where I literally couldn't breathe There were many times when I thought, okay, this is it. I'm going to die up in here. I'm not kidding. This is not something that you want. For the love of everything good and holy in the world. Social distance. Wear your masks. I don't know what the vaccine or where they are with the vaccine. They say in the end of the year, they say in the beginning of next year, this is not, this ain't something to play with y'all. This is not. If I on a mild case of COVID on a mild case of COVID was not able to eat for a week, Coughing like crazy feeling like knives were stabbing me when I breathed almost (laughs) almost was not able to breathe having part of my lungs completely shaded like completely like inoperable think of what worst cases I was thankfully I was never on a ventilator. But it was really bad. It was really bad. And that was a mild case. So that being said, please, please wear your masks. Please social distance. I am telling you, as somebody who has survived COVID, who has survived coronavirus, this is not something that you want. That being said, let us move on two recommendations now that i've successfully scared the hell of this i've successfully scared the holy hell out of all of you (laughs) Uh, i enjoy your nightmares (laughs) and let's move on to recommendations okay now the lat um shout out to the silent traveler on youtube um if you are stuck in the house and you want to watch that it's really interesting because they're like he goes down to the letters like i'm on this train i'm going to paris he put the camera outside the window and he'll show you like the lunch and everything um check that out but check out bob and margaret I became acquainted... I mean, I used to watch the show when I was a kid. And I really should not have been watching the show when I was a kid. Because, like, there's, like, cartoon nudity. It's basically... Bob and Margaret are, like, this married British couple... Who don't have kids. And they have... This is a very adult sort of humor type of show. And the funny thing about it is... Now that I'm grown, it's hilarious. When I was a kid, I'm like, okay, this is cartoons. But I feel like I'm watching something adult. So I'm going to watch this cartoon. And there was like a couple of laughs in it. But I didn't get half the laughs. Now that I'm a grown ass man, I definitely get it. And they're funny as hell. Um, The entire series is on YouTube. All four seasons. So definitely... Um check that out. Check out the um cartoon that started it. It's called Bob's Birthday and it actually won a Oscar in nineteen ninety four. So <laughs> So check that out. Um it's actually really like this weird mundane comedy. It's 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 a it's a grown-up comedy. So if you grown if you grown you're listening to this show definitely, but if you grown you know what I'm talking about um, instead of a fuck you I want to extend condolences to Representative John Lewis who passed away while we were going on um, while I was dealing with all of this, uh, John Lewis, if you don't know him is a civil rights activist and a uh, f- member of the House of Representatives, he represented Atlanta. Um, but he is a civil rights advocate who was there on Bloody Sunday, who literally was injured on the Pre on the Edmund Pettus Bridge. Um, his funeral was today. Um President Obama spoke, uh former President Clinton spoke, Jennifer Holliday sang. It was uh, it was a black funeral. It was a very black funeral. And just uh our condolences to him. He was he he led the charge. He led the charge. I mean, if it was not for him. And so many other people like him He laid the groundwork And the path For our for our activists Especially now During this movement During this crazy, crazy time um, He is He's the prototype He is the person that you look for That you look to So he will definitely be missed And he is It, it is an it, it's an honor. We literally stand on that man's shoulders. Um, that being said, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. I am Soulboy30. Check me out on Snapchat. That's at Weber 584 i just be lurking on Snapchat. I think I'm going to stop talking about Snapchat. Um, and check me out on com. The cat has his mask on and refuses to come near me um i've told the cat i am not contagious anymore the cat does not give a damn (laughs) the cat has put like plastic shields around his (laughs) around his litter box and he's the cat ain't playing with it and neither should (laughs) y'all shout out to everybody who is on the lone ray pictures network that is the cinema gems with the admiral admirable admiral um and but maestro and i'm still sad that he's not a maestro of the butt i mean it's perfect come on now get with the program (laughs) just add that extra tea man come on Uh um Uh, I don't think he they're doing the retrospective on Futurama anymore. I'm gonna have to ask. I'm interested. But shout out to the people who are outside the network who mess with us, such as the Fly With Bats podcast and the On The Lake podcast. The Fly With Bats podcast and the On The Lake podcast had a crossover, and apparently um, Joseph is talking about Analingus. I mean, which is interesting. I mean, good for him. <laughs> I mean, I'm all for sexual exploration and, and he's obviously, he's obviously doing that. So if you want to hear about Joseph, uh, Alpha Alpha Joe's, Alpha Joe's foray into analingus, go right ahead. Listen to that episode. Um, I don't know whether they're doing the vitamin, (laughs) I don't know whether they're doing the vitamin D song, but, but the vitamin D song is still completely and totally hilarious (laughs) shout out to the home video hustle podcast the sugar sass and sarcasm podcast the self-aware millennial podcast y'all guys got me through this quarantine and i once again appreciate you more than you will ever know just simply having it Made me feel not alone. And I appreciate y'all so, so, so much. Um, Home Video Hustle, shout out to them. Uh, and shout out to, oh, the Gray Area Anime Podcast. I don't know why I keep on forgetting that because <laughs> I've been talking to her. Anyway, <laughs> I appreciate y'all listening to this consistent ramble. Um, make sure you stay conscious and six feet apart wear your mask don't play with this stuff because it is nothing to be played with but until next time see you later folks <laughs>